Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to this edition of Veterans Corner Radio, information for and about veterans. Joining Bill for this installment of Veterans Corner is Dr. Colleen Jakey, Medical Director for the James A. Haley Veterans Hospital in Tampa. During this coronavirus pandemic, Dr. Jakey will be appearing regularly to keep you informed as to what steps the VA is taking to protect you and provide essential services to the veterans community. This broadcast contains contact procedures and phone numbers you will need should a medical situation arise. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. We're glad to have you with us, but we want you to remember that there's going to be phone numbers, web addresses, all kinds of things that you're going to want to have, so be sure to have a paper and pencil. And the other thing, too, if there's anyone else there with you in the house or maybe even riding in the car, say, hey, listen to this. I think you'll find it interesting. My guest today is Dr. Colleen Jakey. Dr. Jakey is the medical director for the James A. Haley Veterans Hospital. And I have to say, Dr. Jakey, that's a fabulous facility you have here. Well, thank you so much for inviting me today. Yeah, we feel very uh, lucky to have the facility that we have and the outlying clinics, uh, particularly down our our new SoHi clinic down your way. So thank you very much. And uh, thanks for always communicating with us and allowing us the opportunity to come and tell you what's going on. I think we're out of 144 hospitals, we're like 13th in the nation, aren't we? That's right. Between 11 and 13, we bounce back and forth. That's right. We consistently hang just over 10. So our goal always is to try and be in the top 10. But uh, particularly for access, we're very high up there also. Well, when we get our new wing finished with all of the new rooms and everything, that'll pop us right up there with the top ones. It will definitely make a difference. You know, our veterans experience numbers, we sometimes worry uh, when folks uh, talk about what the atmosphere of the hospital is. And so having the new bed tower, which will allow us to allow every patient to have a private room, we think will really uh, be an amazing feature that we can offer. You know, I spent a week up there oh, about two years ago now, I guess, the time period. But I was in a four-bed ward. And when I first went in there, I thought, ah, I don't know about this. But you know what? I found that there was an advantage to being in that ward because there was always a nurse coming through for some reason. The janitors even were helpful. Could we puff your pillow? Could we do this? We could do that for you. I mean, yeah. these are people that are service people that aren't necessarily patient-oriented, but they are. 
Yeah, it's definitely a trade-off, right? Um, I had a friend who uh, is a surgeon, and I operated on his father-in-law. And when his father-in-law came in, he was in a four-bedroom. And so we said, oh, my goodness, let's see if we can find him a more private room. And he was emphatic. He said, no, I want to be in that four-person room. But, uh, uh, you know, it's trying to balance which is a higher weight. Would patients rather have that with uh, more folks coming through, or would they rather have a private room? And so at least on our survey of our patients, Patients would rather have a private room. So, well, in a lot of ways, that's good. We'll have to make sure we keep up the customer service. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about what's going on with the VA right now. For instance, uh, out at our clinic, uh, yeah. it for all practical purposes is boarded up. I know there are some services there, but what services can I get at the clinic itself rather than going to the hospital? Well, number one, we want the majority of your service at this time with the, our community prevalence of COVID, we want the majority of your services to be provided virtually if that's at all possible. So whether it's your primary care doctor, mental health provider, in any way, we are trying to provide care virtually, whether it's by phone or by computer, as best we possibly can. However, if your primary care provider or mental health provider decides that you need to be seen face-to-face, -face, then they will arrange a visit at your clinic. There's always a team there that is available to see patients. So it's not open for walk-ins, but it is there for referred care. So you call your doctor, your doctor says, yes, you need to be seen, and then they tell you a date and a time to come into the SOHI clinic to be seen. We are not doing specialty care there yet. And again, all of that is a because our community prevalence of COVID is so high, although it seems to settle out this week, but it is still very high. And we're trying to maintain social distancing and not expose our veterans unnecessarily. So things like x-rays, hearing aids, things like that, we're not doing out there unless it's a special circumstance? So actually, x-rays and labs are being done out there to a smaller degree than normal, but they are, particularly because CAT scan and MRI out there, we do have enough waiting space to keep people separate. So we are scheduling x-rays uh, and we are scheduling some labs out there. We are not yet doing hearing aids out there. Uh, we have developed a drive-through service at our 46th Street Clinic up here for hearing aids to be able to drop them off if we need repairs. Oh, okay. Um, and our audiology service is doing a huge amount of virtual care. And so they are available and you can reach out to them. And if you need things done to your hearing aids, you can bring them up and drop them off up here. You know, the other thing, I guess you mentioned labs. I've had a lot of veterans call me or write to me and say, you know, my, my civilian doctor, many of us have Medicare. They won't let me out of it. So I have to stay in it. But my doctor there, I was talking to him the other day and he said, well, you know, Actually, no problem with the lab. We can send you over to LabCorp or one of the others, and they'll do it for you and get it done. What happens with the clinic if it's a normal every six-month lab or something like that? Those are postponed for right now? Well, I think the first question should be, what is the need? There are many labs that we do on a six-month basis that when we're in a pandemic like this, we have to balance. Is it worth the risk of having you as a patient go to any lab? 
And so what we are doing is we have our providers reviewing all of those labs to decide, you know what, in this six-month window, do you need it or could you wait to the next six-month window, right? So some cholesterol and regular. But if you need your labs done, they're able to be done. And we are doing some at the clinic, um, but we really also have ramped up our ability to do them at the main hospital because we've uh, developed a second location at the main hospital so that we can separate out the veterans so that you're not close. We don't want you close to each other. We don't want you close to the staff. Well, you know, my wife is obviously not, well, I shouldn't say obviously, because we have a lot of veterans who are married to veterans out here in Sun City Center. But my wife is not a veteran. She had to get a, a blood test. They sent her to LabCorp, and she said she would never go back in there again. She felt uncomfortable from the minute she walked in. There wasn't any social distancing. Some of the people had masks, some didn't. It just really wasn't something she wanted to do. So I think erring to being safe is the more important thing. I agree. And I think that's a great uh, segue for me to describe the things that we are doing to make our veterans safe uh, and to the, the atmosphere to be safe for our employees. So if you come to any of our sites, when you come to the door, you will be screened. So you'll be asked questions about whether you have symptoms or you've had an exposure. Then you'll also have your temperature taken. And so we want to know that your temperature is less than 100.5. And lastly, you'll be asked to wear a mask. And so you can wear your own mask. But if you don't have one, then you'll have one given to you. And then we require that you wear your mask your entire the time that you're on any of our properties. You'll also notice that all of our locations have been rearranged for our waiting spaces and cafeteria and common spaces so that you cannot sit within six feet of anyone. Finally, that's why we are not allowing visitors and companions to come in with veterans. Now, if you need an escort because you need physical or emotional support, then we will allow your companion to come with you. But for the most part, we've made full arrangements for you to be able to be dropped off for appointments and then picked up at the front door. We're using VetTech, which is a texting app that allows you to say, I'm here for my appointment. And then someone can message back to you and say, okay, now we're ready for you to come in. Uh, maybe at the end, we can give all those numbers together when people have a pen and are ready to jot them down. All right. I warned um, them that they should have a picture and paper ready. Okay. And then in addition to the vet text, then we also have rearranged our surgery processes. And so for surgery, uh, no longer do you come inside with your family member. We take all the phone numbers. Everyone waits in a waiting area. We actually have a drop-off area for surgery where your family member will drop you off. You go in for your surgery or your procedure, let's say a GI procedure. You have the procedure done. And when the procedure is complete, then the staff will call your family member and make arrangements for you to be picked up at the door again. And so all of those things we're doing in order to keep our veterans and our employees safe. And we've gotten really good feedback about that. So I feel really great about that, that uh, our veterans are feeling like we're doing the things we need to keep them safe. I think you mentioned something to me before about service animals too. They have, they're handled a little differently than normal. Yeah, for now, we are not allowing animals to come into appointments, particularly in procedure areas. So we ask that if you're coming into the hospital, that you leave your animal with someone who's trusted. And that's going to be a little hard on a lot of people. Yeah, it is. It, it makes it difficult. Now, you know, if you're coming in for a procedure or a hospitalization to be admitted, for sure you can't have that animal with you. When you come in for a visit, an outpatient visit, things can be a little different. But we do know that animals have been reported to 
possibly be a way to transmit COVID from one person to another. We don't really know how for sure, and it's thought maybe by either, you know, touch or petting your animals. So uh, just a word of caution that when you're around other people's animals, there is a recommendation that you sort of steer clear from an animal that's not your own. How about getting your prescriptions and things of that nature taken care of? Yep. So, you know, we are able to fill prescriptions. We have a drive-through at the main campus to pick up prescriptions. Is that the same one we've always had? Yep. Okay. Yep. But that's all we're doing at that outpatient pharmacy now. You're not going inside at all. It's all drive-through. We are encouraging our veterans to continue to use our mail-out service, and we are able to do rapid mail-out if that's needed also. Uh, we do have a call center for, you know, that includes pharmacy and that you can call with medication questions also. But if you're having concerns about your medicines, please call your primary care doctor or the provider who's ordered them for you, and they can help you. I think one of the things that a lot of people are questioning right now, too, is getting your shots, your flu shots and things of that nature. Yeah, we definitely know the flu season's coming, and it's extremely important to get your flu shot. We're all waiting for the COVID vaccine, but the flu vaccine really saves lives, and so it's very important. Uh, we wouldn't want anyone to get flu on top of COVID also. And so we are working on uh, mechanisms to be able to provide the flu vaccines in a drive-through manner so that folks don't have to come into the facility. And so stay tuned. That's coming shortly. We have a task force that's putting all of that together. So we will get word out as soon as it's fully arranged. You know, I, I know this is a long-range question, but you mentioned a COVID shot. Will the VA be along first in line to get those shots when they're available, I hope? I hope so. We are continually working towards uh, being first in line for many things. Uh, we've done well with testing and testing mechanisms, and we participate in a number of studies, including the ability to get the antiviral drug remdesivir, which we provide for patients with COVID. So we're working similarly when vaccines are out that we hope to get them very early. We're also trying to participate in some vaccine studies or trials so that we can contribute in that way also. Yeah, that'd be nice. You know, honestly, a lot of our vets are older and they just need this kind of thing. Otherwise, we're in lockdown for all practical purposes. Yeah, really, age is one of the factors that puts you in a, in a vulnerable category. And so being able to provide vaccines and able to protect you. But also when COVID is developed in an older person, you know, the risks of having a, a poor outcome and death are higher. So, yeah, we want to be able to get people out and about. And the surefire way to do that will be vaccine. Most important things you can do to protect yourself are to uh, wear a mask when you're out and to maintain a social distance of, of six feet at least. Yeah, I noticed uh, in today's news that our uh, national security advisor has just come down with COVID. Yeah, it's everywhere. In the facility, we have had a number of employees who develop COVID, but none of those employees have gotten COVID from the facility or from veterans here at the facility. It's just out in the community. And particularly oh, yeah. at this time, it's so high in the Hillsborough County area. And that's why it's so important. We do all these things on campus to keep people safe. But really, you have to do the same things when you're off campus. So when you're at home and you go to the grocery store, or you happen to go and pick up food, you must wear your mask at all times, uh, must stay as far away from folks as you can. And obviously, wash your hands. Let's give out some of those phone numbers now. Uh, please repeat them twice and do okay. them slowly. Okay. So the first one is the one that I spoke about. This is called Vet Text. And this is when you arrive at our facility, you will text this number and say here. 
So that number is 53079. Again, that's a number to text, and you text 53079. With the message here, correct? Here, that's H-E-R. right. H-E-R? H-E-R-E, okay. and saying that you're here, you're at your appointment, okay. and then you will receive a message back telling you when it's time for you to come in, to okay. come inside. And right. the next number. So the next number is for our call center. So as you know, we're trying to provide all of our care virtually as possible. When you have a problem or a question or a concern, this number is for you to call and hopefully be able to resolve that medical problem. There are physicians, healthcare providers, pharmacists who can help you with your medical problem. And so that number is 877-741-4444. And again? 877-741-3400. And they will call that number because? So you call that number if you're unwell. If you have a medical question or a concern, you're not feeling great, you don't think you need to go to the emergency department, but you just don't really feel well, then a medical professional will get on the phone with you and talk through your problem with you. They may be able to schedule an appointment if you need to be seen. They may be able to order a medication or a lab if you need it done. Or they may say, you know what, I'm worried enough about you. Please go to your closest emergency room. All right. So that's some more information we wanted to give you. So let's say you need to go to an emergency department and you can't come to our hospital. You're far away, you're too unwell, so you're gonna go to your local emergency room. Within 72 hours of going to that emergency room, you should call this notification line. And then that will allow the VA to know that you're there and cover that emergency visit. So that's the next number, all right? 844. 724-7842. And again? 844-724-7842. And that's if somebody goes to an emergency room or ends up in the hospital, that's the number they should call within 72 hours of being able to make the call, obviously. Yeah, well, or if not, hopefully a family member can call for you if it, okay. if you're unable to make the call. But yes, it should be within 72 hours. Obviously, if there was something that it's only you as the veteran and you are not well enough to call, well, then we'd work that out afterwards. But if you call within 72 hours, that definitely simplifies the process. Are there any other phone numbers that we ought to know right away? I think those are the main ones for now. You know, one thing that we didn't talk about here, and we won't really, and that's my healthy vet. I have found it to be phenomenal. It's just the easiest way to get back and forth with your doctor and with their staff. It's just phenomenal. I love it. And, and I would say that there's even an increased utility of it by patients and by the staff, because currently since the staff, many of them are working from home virtually, they are reliant on their email and on their communications electronically. And so they are sitting all day in front of their computer and able to answer your questions and get back to you in a timely manner, maybe set up a virtual visit or a phone call with you. So I, I would encourage that. We've got about a minute left. What last thought would you like to leave with our people, Dr. Jakey? 
Well, I just want you to know that we are here for you. We are fully open, which doesn't necessarily mean we're going to have you walk in to be seen, but we are providing all levels of care. And so, again, we're doing it preferentially virtually, but if you need to be seen, we will make arrangements for you to be seen. And as our community settles out, then we will gradually add in more face-to-face care as we feel it's safe for you. Well, Dr. Jakey, I really appreciate you taking time out. I know you've got to leave and be into surgery yourself today, so I'll let you go. But thank you for being with us. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a complete library of Veterans Corner radio shows. And if you go on to a podcast, look for Veterans Corner Radio, and you will also find that there's shows on how to get emergency treatment and things of that nature. And this will join those shows very shortly. Thank you for being with us, Dr. Jakey. I'm Bill Hodges. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know, and we'll catch you on the next Veterans Corner radio broadcast. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Here's a quick final thought. If you're enjoying these podcasts, why not take a minute to subscribe or mark Veterans Corner Radio as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be set to be among the first to find out when new podcasts are published. And thanks again for listening to Veterans Corner Radio.